It is now 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, a voice that you may have missed on the radio as well as on the TV, sitting right across me, Professor uh, Salim Abdul Karim, epidemiologist, who is widely recognized for his research and contributions in HIV prevention and treatment, is joining me right here at the World Science Forum. But we are having a conversation focusing on HIV AIDS. The South African Health Products and Regulatory Authority, SAFRA, has registered the CABLA, a new anti-HIV jab, with the eliminate, which, which eliminates one's chances of contracting HIV through sex. Um, the injection has also been approved in other countries, such as the US, Australia, as well as Zimbabwe. To explain the new jab will be, and to explain rather how this new jab will help in the battle against HIV AIDS, uh, Professor Karim now joining us, not on the line, but across the desk. <laughs> Professor Karim, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. Lovely to be here, Aldrin, especially being here in person at the World Science Forum. It's great to be here and good afternoon to all of the listeners. And here is another um, advancement in science, and this is on the fight against HIV AIDS. What does this mean? So let's go back to uh, what the most serious problems are in the HIV pandemic. Right now, if you take 2021, we have a situation where there were about one and a half million new cases. About 70% of those cases occurred here in Africa. And when one looks at those cases, the vast majority were in young women. So we have to do more to protect and reduce the risk of HIV in young women. So right now we do have a technology. It's a daily tablet. It's a tablet called Truvada. It includes tenofovir and emtacitabine. This particular tablet has to be taken every day, and that's the challenge. We need to have some kind of long-acting formulation. So cabotegravir is another antiretroviral drug, and it's formulated as a long-acting. So that's why it's called CAB-LA, cabotegravir long-acting. It's an injection you take once every two months, and it protects against HIV. Now, it, nothing is 100% protective, so it doesn't eliminate the risk, it reduces the risk substantially, but it carries some residual risk. I just want to be clear that it's not 100% protective. What's important about cab and why it's a new advance is that it's long-acting, so it doesn't mean that young people who need to get these, get protection, have to go to the clinic all the time and get their tablets. Instead, they can be just taking these injections. It's not a panacea because it still means people have to go to the clinic and have to take the injection. We still need to move to a point where we have got a product that we can administer once every six months or once a, once a year preferably so that that reduces the burden on people to come forward to get a jab. So, so is, does this one work as PrEP as well when deciding which patient is eligible for it? In fact, it's quite important that it, it's, it is PrEP. CAB-LA, Cabotegravir long-acting, is a long-acting form of PrEP. And why that's important because the more choice people have, the better the uptake of the product. We see that with contraception. You know, in contraception, you can take tablets, injections, and so on. Now, PrEP is going in the same direction. You can go to the clinic and you can choose. Do you want to take a tablet? Do you want to take an injection? And so on. So that's why these choices become important. 
And when it comes to um, defaulting, um, are the chances high at all here? So one of the challenges when you take a long-acting injection is that it's not a good idea to miss an injection because when you miss an injection, then the drug level gets below the level that provides protection. And it, it remains at that low level for a long time. The injection doesn't just go away at the end of two months. It takes several months before it disappears. And so that's why it's quite important that people, if they are going to start Cab LA, that they remember to take their injections every two months. Then there's the question of accessibility. But first, let me start here. When do we start administering um, Cab LA? Well, I want, want to be clear, it's not a panacea. So it's not like, you know, Cab LA is going to come to the clinic and that's the end of the HIV problem. Far from it. It's, it's just one more step towards reducing the risk. What we can expect is now that it's approved, we've got to get the company to actually sell the product to our government, so there's got to be a tender process and so on, and that eventually it'll become available. So expect that it'll only be available in a clinic in the next few months. It's not going to be available tomorrow or next week. When it becomes available, you'll then have to go forward to a clinic and get an assessment and if you uh, qualify for the injection, then you can start taking it. So it, to me, it's one important step forward, but it's not, a, it's not a, you know, a solution to all problems. It's just one more in our choice of PrEP. And then the question around cost. I saw a report indicating that it costs around 54,000 Rand, 54,000 Rand a pop. Of course, we live in a country that is highly unequal. Uh, with a high poverty rate as well. Um, do you think the state would be able to respond to this? But then for citizens who can afford, would they be able to get it over the counter? We've had this problem with almost every antiretroviral. The actual product from the original drug company is quite expensive. If you take Truvada, which is the tablet we use as PrEP, in the US, it's a very expensive medication. It's about over $50 per tablet. So it's a very expensive medication. In South Africa, it costs us a few cents. And the reason for that is that we don't buy the drug from the original drug company. We are buying the drug instead from a generic manufacturer in India. So it's when those uh, uh, when those generic companies from India make it available in South Africa, that's when the cost will come down. And I think that that's part of the negotiations that we will see. In, in order to get the price affordable, South Africa will have to look towards the generic companies in India. Why, why is it so difficult to get to that point once the product has been discovered that, and also after the research has been done that actually this is effective? When it comes to the issue around patent as well as making the drug, drugs available via generic means. So the Indian drug companies will make a, a new drug based on a license that they would get from the original manufacturer. So with Cabele, which is made by a company called Veeve, 
And Veeam is not well known for, you know, its generosity. It's a company that's there to make profit. It cares nothing for people who have HIV. Its job and its goal is to make maximized profits. But we would hope that it will now license Cab LA to generic manufacturers. That license is a critical first step. Once the Indian companies and these generic manufacturers have that license, that's when they can start manufacturing these drugs. And they can then make it and, and sell it legally across certain countries. They cannot sell it, for example, in the US. The, the licenses will not allow that. So that's what the critical hold-up step generally is. As far as I'm aware, Cab LA is already available and is being manufactured by Indian generic manufacturers. So it should be a faster step for us to get it in this country. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Professor Salim Abdul Karim, epidemiologist, who is also widely recognized for his research contributions in HIV prevention as well as treatment. Really appreciate your time. And it's nice to pleasure. finally meet you as well. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> Alvin, thank you very much. It's a minute before five o'clock.